This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Welcome to Uptown Charlotte and the NASCAR Hall of Fame, honoring the legends of stock car racing. Now, NASCAR has been home to some of sports' most unique personalities, and our guest today is certainly among them. It's Clint Boyer of Stuart Haas Racing who wants to show us some artifacts here in the Hall of Fame. Yep, come on over, guys. He's next on NASCAR America. Boyer, thick one. Should I act like I'm working on this dinosaur laying on the bench next to me? The neat thing about our sport is the media does such a good job of covering the sport and really lets fans see, you know, what people are like. Hey, this guy is excited to get on track. Oh, look at what he's doing to Rutledge. First job that I ever had was putting 99 cent labels on cat food boxes. Oh! And it sucked so bad it was ridiculous. It just kind of formed, you know, a personality side of me that, that it was always, in, you know, open and, and inviting. Ah, you're talking. Who would give the best birthday present? Danik is probably gonna take you to a nice restaurant. We're not going to eat at some diner, dive somewhere. It's gonna be a nice restaurant. Where are you gonna take I am going to take him to a, a dive, a diner somewhere. It's, it's definitely a dive and, and a good time. And kind of what you see is what you get. Never scared of a conversation or a good time. You can't hide the personality or, or you know, the true you. Well, as you can see, the next hour is going to be a lot of fun with this guy, Clint Boyer. Welcome to NASCAR America, everyone. Marty Snyder, Jeff Burton, Kyle Petty, and Clint Boyer. Before we get to Clint, some big news today in the NASCAR world, and it involves his race team as well. Stuart Haas Racing announcing Eric Almarola in the 10 for 2018, replacing Danica Patrick. So that's big news yeah. for you guys at Stuart yeah, Haas great. Racing. We will hear from Eric and Tony Stewart coming up in the next segment. But I want to start talking with you about 2017, it's been an amazing difference this year for you, hasn't it, being at Stuart yeah, Haas Racing? You know, it's been a lot of fun. I, I said last year, you know, the fit factor couldn't be better well, with me moving over to Stuart Haas. Um, you know, it just fits my style. You know, that blue-collar um, racer mentality, that's how I grew up. Um, there's no BS there. There's no, you know, spit and polish. You go walking in the door and it's it's racers, guys that grew up racing, working hard um, to figure out what the, the task at hand, and that's making those cars go faster. So I, I know you were disappointed you didn't make the playoffs, yeah. but, but First year there. I mean, what a terrible year, was it? I know it's, it's been, not over. Yet. It's been up and down, man. It's literally <laughs> been an emotional roller coaster. Um, you know, we just never could get on that roll and, and really uh, and, and get the consistency down. Jeff, I mean, you've known me since I came into this sport. That's kind of my MO, right? I mean, that was my standard deal is, you know, I didn't win as much, many races as I've needed to over the years, but I've always been consistently there. Um, and that's what got me into the, the playoffs and, and uh, you know, competed for championships over the years. It just wasn't there this year. Um, had some great runs. 
Oh, yeah. On the fourth floor, interactive up here. You want to go change a tire? You can if you want. They're not hired, whoever that is. They got a lot of work to do over there. But that's what's so cool about this Hall of Fame and everything is is this is legit. This is live stuff. We're here doing this show. I'm babbling on about my about my my year this year. But it was. I mean, we've had, you know, some some time in the sun run up front. I think we got like three seconds and I think three thirds and then we've but we've had a lot of DNFs and a lot of trouble as well. So just got to get it smoothened out. Obviously, two two uh, weeks left in the year. You're looking forward um, to getting the year wound down and, and, you know, get focused on 2018. And I know you want to move on to, to 2018, but I, I want to go back to you. To 2016, sorry. Um, the frustration, and, 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 and this is what I wanted. Compare, hey, the look no, 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 you got the same problem I have, Scott. You can't remember 2016. What'd you do, go back and read the stat book? I, I did. No, but here's my question. The different, the, how do you, there's two totally different types of frustration. The frustration of not running good in 2016. The frustration of running just good enough and seeing that win but not being able to get there. Hey, explain those two types of frustration. I think the two types are, are backed by confidence, yeah. to be honest with you. I have the confidence with the frustration that we have now that we can go in 18 and, and compete for wins and compete yeah. for that championship because you're with the right organization, with the, the Army behind you, the right manufacturer in Ford. Um, you know, that's where the, the confidence doesn't waver in the frustration. Um, you have a bad weekend, you have a bad year, you have a bad month, whatever the case may be, I know that we can write that, that shit and get it pointed in the right yeah. direction with our 14 car. Yeah. So, so offseason's coming. Yes. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. A pretty terrible yeah. beard what is, right What's now. going on? What are you doing, man? What are you preparing for? I didn't for? know I was coming to do this show, to be dead honest with you, until I woke up and looked at the schedule and about freaked out. I'm like, man, I just started my beginner beard here. I want, you can't shave it now. No, you can't. You so, can't. I apologize. For anybody that it's I'm right. supposed to be looks good. It's, it's what all the young kids are doing myself. these days. Yeah. <laughs> you caught a playoff beard if you want to. Yeah. I got, on behalf of yes, Kevin Harvey. I was once on a show with a bunch of people that had beards. Everybody always asked, you ever going to do that? I got fired from that as well. I couldn't, and it was because of this. It's I was about once as good on as a gets. show. I was once on a show. <laughs> with okay, so where are you going hunting? Um, Kansas. I mean, that's the only place to go hunting. That's the, the home of the granddaddy. Uh, Whitetail is, is going back to Kansas. You, you know, all you... you, you these people in North Carolina just don't know what a big whitetail is until they go to Kansas. The other thing is you're, you're, you 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 make fun of North Carolina barbecue also. It's horrible. Like, it's, oh, come I on now. He's from North Carolina, yeah. It's not horrible. And you, you and I, you you guys both go to Kansas Correct. City. Correct, yeah. And you both, so I've you seen you in Kansas Kansas City. City. I went to one of the nicest places for barbecue in Kansas City, and I said, what's good here? They said the salmon. <laughs> True story. Oh my God. True story. You True story. Right True story. Oh. <laughs> so when, when Clint was a, I just thought I'd throw that Clint was just a youngster, right? I just I met him at RCR, and he just come from lunch. You don't remember this? And one of the first things he said to me was, "Y'all's barbecue sucks." <laughs> what is that? And you have the best barbecue in Lexington, right at RCR. How can you say that, Clint? Well, That's blasphemous. You so claim that. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess anybody can claim anything. Just best barbecue. Correct. Barbecue yeah. No capital change. of the world. Okay. Yeah. Hey, let's get back to racing a little bit. I want to talk about how difficult it is to build a race team. Is, is it yeah. as difficult as it looks to build the right personalities around? You know, you think, hey, it's plug and play. You go to Stuart Haas Racing, you're immediately going to be better. How hard is it to build a team, though? It's extremely hard, and I think that model has changed considerably over the years. You know, now 
with the, the technology, engineering, and all that stuff, that, that it's no longer the good old boys of going to the racetrack and figuring it out the hard way with trial and error and, and just that's that's the dumb way <laughs> today's day and age um there's this methodical um you know process behind all of it with the simulation and everything that you have i mean it, and that leads back to the communication side of it you can't just communicate the way you used to communicate i mean you've got to be able to say the right things um you know to a to an engineer or a crew chief today's day and age where they can understand that and relate to that and, and put it to good use in that computer did you notice when he said good old boys he went yeah. Like you two old people? Like pointed at us? Yeah. Did you notice that he just said you two old people? <laughs> All right, let me, let me ask you. Uh, manufacturer switch this year. We heard so much about from, from certain members of the uh -huh. Ford camp about the Toyotas and where, where everything was. But in Victory Lane Sunday night, uh, Kevin, Harvick, was made. Kevin Harvick gave all of you guys credit. Clint Boyer. Uh, Kurt Busch, Danica Patrick, everybody at Stuart Haas Racing for grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, we're going to make this car work, and we've upped our game. And I think, like I said, I, that was a statement. You know, there, there's no question. Everybody's been behind, especially on a mile and a half, and, and in particular that 78 car. Uh, my teammate Kevin Harvey going up there, running him down, passing him on the you know, closing yeah. laps of that race and winning. Um, Right now, where they're at, you know, going for a championship in two races, I I'm telling you, the statement was made, um, shot was thrown over the bow, and I'm looking forward to watching it go down in Homestead, that's for sure. So, so watching the race on Sunday and practice on Saturday and on Friday, one and two looked crazy. I mean, it looked like a handful, and I, I the drivers have been saying, we want to make it harder, make it harder. Well, they made it harder. <laughs> so, they definitely made it. So, they made it faster. Was, I know that. Was it better? I mean, was it? Well, here's the it, yeah. I think that place will only get better, as all those repaves do. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to pick on a repave. Uh, I, I know everything that's around. There's so many challenges that come with that um, because there's so many variables that go into that product. Yeah. It's not just that asphalt surface. It's not the car. It's it's you know the the collective effort. It's it's Goodyear. It's it's the aero package. It's us driving them. It's the teams making you know adjustments on the cars. All the things that go into to making a good uh, you know product for our fans. But um, man, I, I'm telling you that was the fastest yeah i didn't it, it's crazy you you literally are like we're going fast yeah i mean all yeah. of us come yeah. back to the garage area in our competition meeting even kevin and he never says anything he's like feels pretty fast this week boys <laughs> all right we're gonna be taking your questions all day long on your social media platforms use the hashtag ask clint and the first one is clint if hollywood made the clint boyer movie who would you pick to star as you Man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I just watched a movie. Uh, ah, it, it's hard. Pick one. You know, Who's favorite you actor? Pick? Come on. Who yeah. would you pick? To play you. To play you. To play me. Yeah. I can't say that. I can't say. That. I can't. Say that. <laughs> I just watched a movie. Vince Vaughn play you. I, 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 I just I'm saw a movie Vaughn. with Vince Vaughn yeah, uh, this Vince week, Vaughn. and it, it would be cool. He's, yeah. He came to Daytona a couple years ago, and. Got to spend some time with him. Seems like a good guy. Vince Vaughn it is. Vince yeah. Vaughn. Yes. That, would make, yeah. that, that would fit your personality, I would say. <laughs> yes. The comedic so. side of Clint Boyer, right? I'm just not 6'5". Yeah. Well, you know. Or a movie, a movie star. I've seen you when you felt like you were 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's going to be a fun hour, as you can tell, folks. Coming up on NASCAR America, we will dive into Clint's racing roots. And you don't want to miss that part of it because Kylan Rutt went to his hometown and it was a lot of fun. How did he get from working in a body shop to becoming one of NASCAR's elite drivers? We'll also feature a very special edition of Scandal in today's show. 
It's a Boyer edition of Scanall, so you don't want to miss that. And Clint will give us a seat and his new, or give us his take on his new teammate Eric Almirola, who'll be in the 10 car next year. And we'll have one of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s greatest moments selected by the man himself. Plenty more to come from the Hall of Fame on NASCAR America today. Welcome back to the NASCAR Hall of Fame here in Charlotte. Now about 30 minutes north of here is Kannapolis, North Carolina, where you'll find the headquarters of Stuart Haas Racing. And today, that organization had a major announcement. Eric Almirola was officially announced as the driver of the team's number 10 car for the 2018 season, along with partner Smithfield. Almirola comes to Stuart Haas after spending the last six years as the driver of the number 43. He spoke with our Dave Burns following the announcement. Well, the smell of bacon and motor oil lingers in the air, but that's okay with Eric Almirola because this is a huge day for him. What does this announcement mean to you, Eric? Uh, it means the world to me. I, I said earlier, Christmas came early, and that couldn't be more true. This is uh, the opportunity of a lifetime and certainly of a career uh, to have the chance to go compete at the highest level with a team that already knows how to win championships and races at this level, and they've proven it. They've won two of the last six championships and are going to Homestead to compete for a third. And um, I'm just excited that Tony Stewart, Gene Haas, the people at Smithfield Foods, that they believe in me to give me this opportunity. Um, you know, I, I couldn't be more excited. So the boss knows he can drive a race car, but he shared something with us too about friendship. I was not aware of really what kind of friendship was struck when you were a rookie at Joe Gibbs Racing. How important is that to know that that's a, an aspect of this? Well, it's going on 14 years, um, and if, if numbers mean anything, I think that's a significant number. But, um, you know, 14 years of uh, friendship with Tony Stewart, and when I moved to North Carolina right from the very beginning and driving late models for Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, I had the opportunity to go to the shop and go to hang out at some of the cup races, and Tony kind of took me under his wing. He befriended me right away, and, and we've built a relationship ever since, and he's drugged me to some dirt races uh, along the way, and, and we've just spent a lot of time together, and we enjoy each other's company. I admire him as a race car driver um, and as a person. He's just a really great person. And so to build that relationship with him over the last 14 years and for it to all come full circle and now I have the opportunity to drive for him at his race team uh, with Smithfield Foods is, is just really cool. And uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get to Daytona. I know that every other driver is like, oh gosh. But you know, I'm, I'm excited. This is, uh, this is really the opportunity of a lifetime for me, and, and I can't wait to, uh, to drive these fast race cars, man. Drivers not finding rides. Matt Kenseth yeah. announced that he's not going to be in for 2018. How thankful are you to be in one and to be in such a good one? Uh, thankful, blessed, um, excited, all, all of the above, really. I mean, this is, uh, I keep saying it over and over, but it's true. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. And there was other drivers out there on the market that um, could have easily sat in this race car and, and, and gone and be, been successful. But um, thankfully, you know, Tony and Gene Haas and everybody here at Stuart Haas Racing and the people at Smithfield Foods believed in me to give me this opportunity to go show um, that I can be one of these, you know, one of these teammates here to go and, and compete at a high level and win races and, and contend for a championship and um, you know I want to do exactly that I want to go out and be fast and run up front and uh, challenge to win races on a regular basis. Big day for Eric Almirola. Secret finally officially out. Appreciate it, Dave. And you heard Dave reference Tony Stewart there. He was there at the announcement. And while the day was all about Eric and Smithfield, could Smoke join him on the racetrack next year? Tony addressed that today. 
There's actually some road course races that I might be interested in running. We've actually discussed it in-house here, but, I mean, we don't have anything near worth announcing by any means. But it's there's some really cool races, especially Charlotte having the road course race next year. I mean, there might be some opportunities that might be a little bit fun for me to come out and dust things off a little bit. How about that? Five cars for Stuart Haas. Sounds cool. like fun, doesn't it, Boyer? Yeah. <laughs> you think, you I think was, the boss would do it or my, not? I had the same look that Eric had on his face like, when he whoa. heard that. <laughs> um, you never know what's, what yeah, that true. guy's going to get in and race. I mean, that's the neatest thing that, that we love about Tony. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if it's a sprint car race. I've seen him. I think he got in a, in a midget this year. He's been in all sorts of stuff. And, and the neatest thing is, is just watching that transition as he transitions into his, his retirement as a cup driver, uh, or I thought it was. Um, uh, you know, I, I think he's enjoying himself. I really think he's he's coming into to uh, to himself and and you know enjoying that and, and and that role. So, have you had much conversation with Eric about about this program? Or I, I have. Um, you know, I, I think I just his story that he was speaking of right there. I just share a lot of that in common with him. I, you know, when I just spoke about myself and the fit factor. It's there for him as well. Um, the history, the friendship, uh, Eddie. You know, everybody that's that's uh, been behind Eric over the years. Um, you know, I, I see that fit factor the same for him as well. I'm excited for him. I know the equipment that he's going to get in. I know the lineup of teammates um, that he'll have, and the, and the um, you know all the, all the the things that he can lean on to to have success on the racetrack. Um, I, I'm I'm excited to be his teammate. I know he's bringing a lot to the table as far as a driver. Uh, Smithfield. I, you know, I mean, hey, man, I'm a Midwestern boy. It's it's time to start. It's winter time now. Bring on the bacon, baby. Bring I hope bacon. they bring that's some. Right. Who doesn't like hey, a little bacon, right? Hey, this hey, guy does. Yeah. Hey, here's my question to you. You know, you it started in the first segment here talking to you about this year. You had looks at wins this year. Mm -hmm. There were multiple races that you had looks and said, we could have won that race. We If this had fallen a little bit different, how much pressure is there on somebody like Eric, who has been in different rides, who has been at Richard Petty Motorsports, and they weren't capable of winning week in and week out. When you jump in a car and you say, okay, now I'm at yeah. this level in a car, how much pressure falls back on that driver? I think there's a lot of pressure, but there's always pressure. He'll yeah. handle the pressure. The pressure will be fine. I think the excitement is what I'm excited about, the excitement for him. Yeah. Um, this is his opportunity to shine. You said, you know, I mean, you don't want to uh, throw any punches or anything, but, I mean, this is his best opportunity and the best equipment he's ever yeah. been in. Um, um, to showcase his talents and go out and, and compete for wins and championships, just like he said in his interview. So I'm looking forward to uh, to watching that and, and, and being alongside of that for him. Oh, hey, you no. remember when you guys, when I sat down, you said there was eight chairs? When <laughs> you you say what? what? <laughs> it, that not only moves around, but it also goes lower. I'm looking. Now I am looking up at Jeff Burton. I knew I had a chair as soon as that happened. So one of the secrets of our show is that we have a chair that spins. chair that spins and one chair that goes down like that. We have a chair that spins by itself. Look at this. And we have a chair that spins and goes lower. So Boyer got that one. I think I got both. Well, we never know. You can already see I got the anchor down already. That's awesome. Hey, I want to know what it's like to drive. We touched on Tony a moment ago. What's it like to drive for him? I mean, because you're a friend first, right? Yeah. And has that been what you thought it would be? I, I think it's exactly what I thought it would be. I mean, Tony lets you you be you. Tony lets uh, doesn't get in the way of anything. But Tony has a lot of wisdom, a lot of years, a lot of experience, um, you know, under his belt, and, and he shares that. Uh, whether it's on race day, before you get in the car, whether it's on a radio, at the shop, maybe a phone call, maybe a text, um, you know, all of that bleeds through from Tony to to his drivers, and and that's his, you know, that's the best attribute you can have and having a championship owner 
uh, and, a, and a driver. So you you tend to you're very serious when driving a race car, but every now and then you'll you'll pop a one-liner out there that's funny. You, is Tony like that? Is Tony, <laughs> Tony like that, or is Tony? Tony can be fun. Um, Tony's pretty serious. You got, I have to, dra like I have to drag fun. some fun out of Tony, <laughs> and then it all of a sudden is there. But Tony's pretty, uh, you, you got to be careful with him. Him and Harvick kind of are the same cloth there. Um, you know, you can start that that jab, and, and, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're in a dogfight throwing haymakers at <laughs> one another. You got to be careful with those two. Hey, I want to know this weekend, you're running the USA Network. Damn nation yeah, car. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of a better car for you to run than that. That just fits Clint Boyer to me. It's cool looking too. Um, USA Network, the Damn Nation. It, uh, I think it debuted uh, yes uh, last night actually. Looking forward to having it on our car. It's kind of uh, a, a story about the, the 30s, the struggles between the rich and 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 you know maybe the poor and um, you know it's a series. So I'm looking forward to uh, to watching that and being a part of it and you know. Get that thing in victory lane. That's what I need. So, <laughs> yes. So juniors. That got would junior be the nation. damnedest thing. So juniors got junior nation. You got damn nation. <laughs> I just threw a damnedest yeah. thing out there. I, I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just asking. Right? Yes. Um, what a cool name. <laughs> it's very fitting for Clint yeah, Warriors. All I'm saying. By the way, your chair does keep going down. That I'm Do you want us to lower our chair so you feel better about yourself, or we can get the guys who are trying the pit stop over there to come work on your chair? I'm, I'm used to looking up at him. This guy. He's a Tallest one. Something's Poor wrong here. Now you feel better. Now you feel better. Coming up on NASCAR America, we're going to dive further into Clint's racing roots and what exactly did Kyle and Rutt find when they went to Emporia, Kansas? A lot of fun, I can tell you that. You don't want to miss it. It's coming up next on NASCAR America. Wednesday night is rivalry night. Two of the original six face off as the Bruins take on the Rangers at MSG. Bruins Rangers tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on NBCSN. Welcome back to NASCAR America. Hey, during a recent episode of Racing Roots, Kyle and Rutt made a trip to Clint's hometown of Emporia, Kansas. There, Clint took them to a place that literally has something for everybody. Where are we off to next? I think we ought to go to Blue Stem. I've never taken anybody to Blue Stem, and I'm telling you, Blue Stem is something Emporia has that no one else has. You want some jeans? Oh my gosh. It's a wall of jeans. Oh my gosh. Does Larry the Cable Guy come over here a lot? This is an entire section. Have you ever seen? I didn't know that they made these. Nor did I. Look at all these. Oh my gosh. Do you want one? Let's all get one. Is this heaven? Don't, don't, dude, don't. Is that a cow, bro? I come here every time I come to Emporia and yeah. just walk through this. I know there'll be something I gotta have. It's like CrossFit. Toolboxes, bed liners, bed covers, ladders, batteries, jacks, reflectors. Have you seen anything that's not here? Ladies and gentlemen of Blue Stem, Clint Boyer Autoplex thanks you for shopping at Blue Stem. You can't say that. Nailed it. Thank you, guys. You can't say that. I did. What's next? I love your town. How can you not watch that and have a smile on your face? And it makes me want to go to Emporia because I want to go to Blue Stem now, Clint. So Rutledge has been back to Blue Stem. Uh, okay. He was at yes. my charity event. Did you see the picture that I, I posted? Yes, I'm priceless. 
He, that was the mannequin. <laughs> Wait, we didn't see the picture. Honestly, oh. oh overalls, pink shirt, oh, and it right. had a, a pink scarf, and yeah. I called him a, a wuss for not putting a pink scarf on him. But that was his attire for the event that he hosted, and, and uh, people got a big kick out of it. He wore it to work. He, he came in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Remember when yeah, he came, yeah, he he came did, in actually. the NBC compound with that Did he still on. have his boots with the overalls tucked into the boots? Yeah, tucked into the boots. He came in, and uh, we had a meeting with NASCAR every week, and he was wearing it when Mike Heldon came yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, he was. That's exactly right. I don't think Mike can, Mike can come back the next day. He wasn't impressed. You lost so, Mike. But in Emporia, you, yeah. you, you have, you've done some great work in Emporia, your hometown. Yes. Uh, we've all been there, you know, to your event. Tell, tell us about the building and what happens there. Well, that's your roots. You know, everybody's proud of where they come from and, and their roots, and, and uh, I'm proud to still be there, right? Uh, to be able to go back and, and give back with our charity event that's raised so much money over the years. Um, you know, a business owner in, in a car dealership and things like that. It just means a lot to me to be able to go back and, and be a part of that. So, um, yeah, I love Emporia. I love the people there. That's that's who mold us into who we are, right? And, and um, still enjoy it. My father still owns a towing service yeah. back there, which is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Hey, when we went to the towing service, and then I'll get to that, is it seems like that from the time you were this big, you were on a motorcycle, under a car, in a trailer, going somewhere different. How many trophies were in that place from motocross and racing? Well, I mean, just a lot, we, you know, Thousands. First of all, thousands. We, there were thousands of people. Look at this. Look at my man. Yeah. The yeah. You got a tractor pull? And here's the that, I'm still that way, aren't I, Bert? That would be me <laughs> on the trailer. That's exactly the motocross stuff's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, a lot of motocross memories. And still to this day, as long as I've been racing cars, some of my most fondest memories have been my childhood growing up racing motorcycles, the friends and things. That's what racing's all about. Yeah. It's a family sport, especially at a younger age. Um, you know, in motorhomes, oh, that was a terrible, terrible this, night right there. This is classic. Yeah, yeah. That's classic. You won though, I right? won though. You won? Yeah. Lost my fingernail on the day. If you look close <laughs> in that glove right there, it's full of blood. My fingernail was in the bottom of it. Nice. But uh, that was what I was trying to hide in my interview. I was trying not to pee down my pants. My fingernail oh, was literally in the glove. I, I will say this. We went, we went to Emporium. Right. We went with his dad. Uh, we picked up a car. We ran <laughs> over ran a, post. a post. We ran into a post. That may or may not but, have been there. Yeah, the may have, but my man still absolutely knows how to, to hook and drag. You know and, how to tow a, you know yes. a car. Yeah, you don't hook and drag a okay, car. Okay, what do you call it? Tow a car. Yeah. Oh, it's tow? Yes. With Maybe tow, that's my with problem. With a tow truck. Maybe that's my, That was a tow truck? You've been on plenty of them. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I have been on plenty. I've been on more tow trucks than rollbacks. How about that? That tells you how long I'm racing. I lost control of the show, Jeff. I don't hey, know where you Did you, you, you ever get a race racing. car towed off instead of on a rollback? If I had a oh, race yeah. car, yes. oh, yeah. I've, had, yeah. I've had two wreckers pick one up. Yeah. That's old school. Right? That's that, that is old two, school. Two wreckers, one back up, one go forward, take it to the... I, have yeah. you ever had a tow truck wreck your car worse than you did? <laughs> no. I'll raise my hand on that one, too. <laughs> I'm told we have your yearbook picture, which I don't... I, did you say something in your yearbook? Uh, I don't know. The, you know... Uh, plans, plans to have That's two race cars, hair the right pavement, there. and race Jeez. them. Those were good goals. There you go. Those and you, you know what? Those are huge now, though, goals right? coming out of Emporia. And I, I do, uh, I, I did own a dirt pavement car, so that's the coolest thing about racing. It's been great to my family. It's been great to me. Um, opened up a lot of doors over the years, and, and sure. you know, I think the memories um, and the friendships are, are what's going to, you know, last forever, and, and, and just like anything in life. So. Very grateful racing for yeah. what it's done, you know, to not only me, but my family as well. To me, when I think of Emporia, I think of you. 
and your, your family and, and what y'all have done there. But you took us out to the grasslands, or what did yeah, you call hills. it? Yeah, to the that was phenomenal. And you took us by the stockyard. What was Emporia known for before Clint Boyer? Well, I mean, I mean <laughs> William Allen White still is. <laughs> I don't have a sign. William Allen White has a sign, but uh, um, you know, and, and the, the cattle business. Yeah. I, IBP back in the day when I was a kid. I mean, everybody knew Emporia because it smelled pretty bad. It was a beef processing plant, and. And uh, uh, that's at my farm here, but that's at your farm. Yeah, you yeah, stay, yeah. You stay close to those roots. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you got to have cows around. You got to have a farm. It keeps you keeps you grounded. Keeps you, uh, you know, that's that's the way I grew up. Yeah. So that's been important for you to have that sort of replicate that here in North Carolina because you've worked hard at that and you're you're up every morning feeding the cows. Well, that and Richard Childers told me when I first started, whatever you do, do not move down to the lake. <laughs> I took his word and lived right next door to him yeah. for about ten years. And then Richard said, whatever you do, get out. Please of here. get out of here. <laughs> move away from me. But you still live near Richard, but you're not in the, oh, yeah. in the hub of. I, of I just always like that area up there. I mean, again, it's it's. I don't like traffic. I'm not used to traffic. You know what I mean? I mean it's five minutes across town in Emporia, and, and it's certainly not that on 77 Highway coming down to the Hall of Fame for this very show. My gosh. But we're glad you did. How about that? Does You're that count stuck for anything? in traffic with people. I don't even know where they're going. He they don't know where they're going. They don't know where so, they're going. Yeah. 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 They, they don't sign up to live there. <laughs> they don't have that I avoid it. I've learned, I've learned all the bad Yeah, the helicopter. No, he didn't have that. But coming up, we will dive more into Clint's racing routes, including his first race car, which may or may not have been cheated up. And also, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s eight greatest moments. Yes, Burton, it might have been cheated up. What did Jr. pick for those eight great moments? We'll find out another one coming up next here on NASCAR America. Welcome back to NASCAR America, live from the NASCAR Hall of Fame here in Uptown Charlotte. Let's check out more of Kyle and Rutt's recent trip to Clint Boyer's hometown of Emporia, Kansas. This is where it all happened, believe it or not. This is it. When I first started, I was obviously the young kid racing against all the old guys, so they called me the kid. That was your first oversized novelty check? Yeah, it was the first one. This Back is the lot. Crash cars and impounds. I have no idea why, but he kept my first race car. No way! Yeah. Is this the Chevette? That was it. Oh, you're kidding. This is this is how it all got started. I took mailbox letters and stenciled uh, my own sponsors on it. That was no it, No way! Bud. Oh, yeah. Floyd's. Remember Floyd's? Floyd's. Told you I worked there. That's Floyd's. He, he worked at the Floyd's. muffler shop. Don the muffler man put the roll cage in it. Is it real tubing or muffler tubing? I think it's muffler tubing. <laughs> you say wait for muffler tubing. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's it, baby. See, he got a Magnum 440. I get a Chevette for my first got a race car, baby. He went to Daytona in a Magnum 440. I go to Yates Center, Kansas in a Chevette. You think she'll fire up? I'm going to go far out on this limb and say Kyle's first race car was a little bit better than your first race car, Clint. That puts it in perspective right <laughs> yeah, there. That was nice, though. That's cool that you still have it, though. That was really cool. So you got to get that thing pulled out and get it restored. No. Yeah, someday that thing may be in here. It is a Chevette. <laughs> it may be it's in your here. your first car. With muffler tubing in it. Yes. It still had the radio in it the first time. <laughs> Did you listen to it while you were racing? I realized that we probably ought to take it back and pull the dash out of it and make it a little more race worthy. I put some gauges in I have no idea why it had gauges. 
stages because the idiot lights were still working. <laughs> Did you win in that car? Absolutely not. I okay. won a rollover competition in that. They brought a rollover trophy to me. They cut the top of the trophy off, glued it on upside down. No. Yes. That's good. Yes. That, is, That's good. that is awesome. So I know you also kept a couple of other cars. Your dad has a couple yeah. of your other cars, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, He's got uh, my my first uh, my first win. I have that uh, Jack Daniels car. Um, pretty cool to have Jack Daniels car, yeah, right? Cool. Got to have a Jack no, Daniels that's car. Cool. <laughs> and then uh, he's got my modified that I that I finished with, and uh, another Jack Daniels yeah, car. Yeah, they were up on the, the racks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah still got the, the modified. It's all sitting there like I nice. erased it last. Uh, you remember like when you just had got your ride. You don't. You always had a ride. You grew up in it. But Jeff, like when you you got your ride, and, and you, did you ever go back to like your your home track and, and try to race again? Just like yes, I'm going back. Yes. Do you remember the bullseye that was literally on your uh -huh. door? They smoked both sides of that car, and I it ain't had a scratch on it. It still's got the scratches all over the the cave to the driver's door in and everything. I was like, my God, I don't think it's safe to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're a hero if you wreck Clint Boyer. Yeah, or, that's right. Yeah. yeah, when you go back. Or flipping, or <laughs> don't don't, don't flip them. Don't flip them. So, hey, do you guys know today's November 8th, right? Okay. Yeah. Eight is significant. You know why? No. Both of you have eight cup wins, right? Oh, no. You and you were teammates for eight years, right? Do you know okay. that? Yeah. It felt like 15. <laughs> for who? Yeah, I don't know where he's going with this. For both of you. I don't know where he's going with For both of you. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was the number eight. He picked his eight yeah, greatest moments, by the way. And today's eighth grade, eight greatest moments for Dale Earnhardt Jr. takes us back to April of 2000 when the number eight was second to none. Son, what a day for this great third-generation driver from Kannapolis, North Carolina. White flag, last lap for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, don't you know his heart's beating harder than that car is running right now. His father, seven-time Winston Cup champion, checkered flag, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is Texas Motor Speedway's second first-time Winston Cup winner. And how about this kid? He can coast on now, Mike. How about it, Dale? This is as big a moment for you as it is for him, I think. We've got a good race car, a good engine, and boy, drove a good race. That was the hardest, hardest race I ever drove. So where were you in 2000, Boyer? Like, and I was racing at Lakeside Speedway, um, but I don't remember that. But I've seen it a thousand times since then, and, and I couldn't imagine. Could you imagine being yeah. in that situation and, and winning your first race with your father on the racetrack and Amazing. being able to celebrate that? I mean, I, that's that's got to be the topper of all top. So, so let's talk about drivers retiring. It seems to be the topic of the day, kind of shifting the landscape, changing a little bit. What do you think about? all the drivers that seem to be retiring right now. It's a shame, you know, I think it's a product of it. I mean, I, I watched my teammate Jeff Burton. I mean, you know, he was a, probably the best teammate that I've ever had and, and I had a lot of fun racing with him. I, you know, I learned a lot from him and still confide in him and a lot of things that I do from a day-to-day, -day, you know, business side of thing, anything, you know, I mean, um, it is sad, but it's. I guess it's 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 come time. You know, you look at, at, at Dale's, him, you know, Matt Kins, I mean, they've been around 20 years. You know, I mean, 20 years in any sport and anything you're doing in life uh, is a long, long time and, and a, a great career. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's 
it's hard to, to take. I mean, literally, uh, those two that I just had spoke of have been on the racetrack. Well, I mean, Dale took a couple vacations, but um, but Matt's been on the racetrack every single race that I've ever been on. I mean, you really you start yeah. thinking about that, you know, and the impact that he's made on you, how hard he is to pass. Uh, when you look in the mirror, how, how worried you are uh, that he's going to pass you, you know. I mean, it's Matt Kinseth is, is just one of those guys, in my opinion, that's, that's a literally a, a top seven or eight driver that this sport will ever see. And uh, it's, it is a shame that, that it's, it's getting close to being time for him. So when you race, so when you race against a young guy, freshly coming in versus a guy that's been around, and not naming names, but is there a difference? Or are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the mistakes that you you go, don't do no, it. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I remember when they uh, Kansas Speedway this year is my favorite story. Eric Jones, uh, they had just put half of Daytona Beach down uh, with an oil spill. Well, it was when Danica and Eric's yeah. wreck was yeah. up there. I mean. Literally, Daytona Beach was on a racetrack. It looked like the, a gravel road up there. Everywhere, it right? was no man's yeah. land, which, by the way, was where everybody was racing at the time. That was the groove up there, up high. And he went up there. It looked like it was a gravel road coming off there. I'm like, hold on to her, son. You're going for a ride. And sure enough, he went sliding down. And, and the next week in, in driver intros, we were all having a, a laugh at that. And, and, you know, it's just all the things that you learn over the years that these kids have to learn the hard way. But I tell you what they do have to learn, and, and, and it's a those guys shoes and when I say that uh, the likes of no different than we came in of, of a Dale Jr. Uh, Dale Jarrett or Rusty Wallace or, or Jeff Burton or Jeff Gordon you know all these names that they're, they're stars they're superstars you know you you've that's that's big shoes yeah. to fill and um, that doesn't mean just being a, a, a good race car driver uh, that means being a star outside of that car as well being a spokesperson for your sponsors I mean you've got to, to learn to be a superstar that's not something you're born with have you heard any tire changers you want to hire over there at the I don't hear any part? superstars you know that's some part of the Hall of Fame though you get hey, to change you tires here somewhere. right all right, coming up next on NASCAR America, we'll take a look at the playoff standings and see where we're going into Phoenix and wrapping up the round of eight. And plenty of time to get your questions in for Clint. Use the hashtag AskClint. It's going to be a busy weekend in Phoenix, and it all starts early with the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Seattle Seahawks when Thursday night football returns to NBC. Big game there in the NFC West, by the way. And then join us, the last races before the championship live from Phoenix. The Xfinity Series races Saturday at 3.30 Eastern on NBC. And then the Cup Series is Sunday at 2.30 Eastern on NBC as well, the culmination of the round of eight. So much on the line. You want pressure, Rick? This is pressure. Eight drivers will move on to start the round of eight. Martin Shrex Jr. is going to win the first race of the playoffs. Kyle Busch will win. Yes, Nothing is automatic in the playoffs. Kevin Harvick, he has won at Texas Motor Speedway. Drama at a peak level. Last Sunday at Texas, we saw Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex join Kyle Busch in the championship. Four or five drivers remain, and only one ticket to Miami is left. Earlier today, Rick Allen joined Mike Bagley and Pete Pistoni on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio to discuss who his favorite is to grab that final spot. I just think that the season that Chase Elliott has had, I think the kid can win his way 
into the championship four. I, I just he's got uh, he's got an incredible run that he's been on, and I, I just think he can win. I think he can go out and, and win the race, and he's got to if he wants to be a part of the championship four. But I think he's definitely capable of doing it, and hopefully, I get to call his first win. You can hear personalities from NASCAR on NBC every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern on the Morning Drive with Mike Bagley and Pete Pistoni, only on Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Hey, you've been hearing the noise behind us all day. This is the fourth floor of the interactive part of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Here goes the guys. Boyer, you want to hire any of these guys? You got a gas man, tire changer, jack man. He, he they're, needs they're to pick it up about, Boyer. well, 32 seconds. It looks uh, like. All right, Clint, we'll answer your fan <laughs> questions next and scan all Boyer. If you've ever listened on a scanner of the track, you don't want to miss that. That 43 pick crew weighs at every car that rolls off is pretty funny. One looks like your twin brother. Uh, the bigger one? That's got to be a good looking sub. then. Everybody's got to be a legend, even if it's in their own mind. We have to pick up up here. St. Zippy gives me hazard pay for this. You mean we pay you? The 14 of Boyer and the 88 of wow. Earnhardt. There was contact oh. there. Peter Rackdale Jr., I'd had a spot to rest this race. My shirt off. This up here would have killed me. We got a violation. You're right. Hit that box. Here's three. Happen. Oh, Jake's every week. That's what they said the drivers mean. I know, but can't ever have something just same. Ty Dillon has gotten turned, and Clint Boyer has just nailed him. Are you kidding me? Please. How the f do we keep ourselves? Yeah, I was trying to figure out if the two car was going to push up in front of me. You need to talk faster. I'm from South Carolina. Yeah, was we supposed to pit there? Yeah, should have pitted there, but we can pit next time. Sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was daydreaming. No more. We'll pit next time, Bob. Have a nice open pit road for you. <laughs> Spotter must have been signing autographs. Ah. You guys see Danica blocking Ricky? God, O'Reilly. She was taking advantage of the upper hand of the relationship. We are now under the red flag. Still awake in there, Cupcake? Good God. Are we building a track back here? Uh, we're not close to done. We got a forklift over there, a bunch of trucks, a bunch of people. Little bulldozer. Sounds like a city job. Yeah, about 19 people. Standing around watching and two working, so yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> no need for that sarcasm. Ooh, bad lightning behind turn four. I think that would be an appropriate time for a jet dryer joke. <laughs> yeah, why not? How many cars does it take to take out a jet dryer? Just one. Just one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, how can you not like that? <laughs> That's you, real nice. You were cringing at times listening yeah. to that. There are other times you're like, ah, oh, that was pretty funny. Well, but you, because I knew of the moments that are yeah. mainly beep. How do you make your voice speak like that? It's impressive. I think Brett knows that it's coming. You and Brett Griffin as a combo are, you know, funny and, you know, it's entertaining words, at least. man. And here's the thing. I mean, that's your that's your office, right? That's, that's, right. that's It's a shame. It's good that you guys are able to have that, that access for our sport, but it's a shame on our side because 
that's my day job. That's how I make a living. Sure. And, and, and Brett's the same way. Mike on the sure. box. I mean, it is intense. There's a lot on the line. You're, there's a lot at stake. And, and, you know, we try to keep it lighthearted, as you can hear. But sometimes it gets pretty intense and, and heated. But fans well, love it, right? Yeah. I mean, well, my, listen, my rule is always. Everybody if, loves to hear yeah. somebody and <laughs> see somebody get mad. If you're, there's nobody that if you're like afraid that. you're going to get offended by what you might hear, yeah. then don't listen. Don't it's right. an invitation. It's, 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 it's your decision. We, we've talked about it yeah. a million times. When you use certain words, it conveys a million emotions and exactly yes. what you're thinking. You don't need to do a paragraph. Just say these Even two my words. My problem is I have a tough time explaining the magnitude of the situation without those certain <laughs> words. No, that's why you have to have them. That's my point. That's my point. All right, you guys have been sending in your questions. Let's get to those. We'll get to as many as we can before we have to head out of here. Cassie wants to know, what is Cash's favorite track and what is your favorite track? Man, uh, short tracks, they're, they're my favorite. I mean, I, I say it all the time, run my mouth, uh, always, but we need more short tracks, you know, across the country. Uh, I love that Martinsville setting up there and, and the backyards of those homes and things like that. The show that we just put on, we need more of those. Cash's favorite track? Does he have a favorite track? Or is he like being at the he track with like Dad? Anyone with Owen Larson at it. Um, <laughs> and, and those, him, and that's his crony. And, and the, the Kenseth girls, um, you know, it's it's funny. It's comical watching them go around beating and banging, spinning each other out. Then they'll make each other mad. They'll both be crying. You're like, why are you crying? <laughs> just like well, their dad. I think, like like I think that's just why like Matt's, I think that's why Matt's not coming back, because of Cash. Because of a boyer. Because of a boyer. Yeah, the boyer boys. That's good advice. That is dang good advice. <laughs> My goodness. All right, Dobbs wants to know, what is your ultimate goal in racing besides winning a championship, and is there a particular race you would like to win? The Daytona 500 and a championship. It's as simple as that. Um, that that spells out our, our sport yeah. you know I mean in my mind that that is our sport the Daytona 500 um, and a championship you know we've gotten I've gotten close a couple times at a, at a championship um, it's so much fun when you get in those playoffs and you're in the hunt you know I mean it's just there's another element that, that you didn't even know was within you you know and 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 everybody picks up your crew chief your your pit crew guys I mean when that happens and you're in that slot you're in that moment it's it's a ton of fun um, and it's really hard to, you know, subscribe and, and just to to live it. You know, you don't even you're like yeah. it, you yeah. you get home. You're at Thanksgiving. You're like, man, you know that was crazy. <laughs> I, we've never performed like that. Yeah. You know, it's just when when you can compete at that level, it's so so fun. Got to run. We want to thank the NASCAR Hall of Fame for hosting us today. We're back here tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you then for NASCAR America. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.